maker of workplace collaboration software smart sheet is closing out a solid week with another rally this morning up seven percent earnings from earlier in the week that put the low into the stock after a pullback from the highs alongside the cloud sector let's talk about the business dive into the details with the ceo mark mater joins us from smart sheets uh mark welcome to the show thanks for being here morning oliver thank you uh, your company debuted in public markets uh, a few years before COVID. Uh, one of the things that stood out to me the most looking at your business is uh, that your, your growth during COVID was powerful. Your growth before COVID was powerful. And unlike some cloud companies, it's kind of hard to tell just from your balance sheet uh, where COVID hit. Uh, so talk to me about the last couple of years for your business. Well, I think the secular shift to the cloud started, as you said, uh, prior to COVID. I think during COVID, it really served as a forcing function for people to get educated on what's available to them. And when you look at who we serve today, it goes well beyond tech companies. We're talking about a roofing company in Kentucky that's managing projects. We're talking about McLaren F1 that's managing the digital content. We're talking about pharmaceutical companies managing the process around COVID drug discovery and distribution. So it really permeates all industry. How do they find smart sheet, Mark? Uh, is it specifically a um, smart sheet uh, advertisement or a uh, an offering, a salesperson, or is it something that they can find within a, a broader cloud provider or a, a suite of products or they can choose smart sheet? Well, it really happens quite naturally in a sense, because if we live in this connected world, our product is a collaborative product. So every Smartsheet user has the ability to connect to people inside their business and also as importantly, outside of their business. So our number one lead source is actually people who collaborate with existing customers. Now that is one huge part of the demand. The other part comes through being in ecosystems like Microsoft, we're one of the top eight most popular services that sits and is used alongside M365. So that's also a huge exposure for us. Uh, the competition, uh, largely, are you uh, competing with uh, Google Alphabet and through the, the free uh, collaborative offerings there, or is that uh, a different quality of product uh, that I can get on my Google platform as a Gmail user? It's really more of a play with than a play against. So for instance, as we look at a solution, it's a composite between what Smartsheet offers on the project and process side, sitting right alongside Google Docs and Calendar and all those tools that people use every single day. Mm. So for us, it's really understanding what are people using today and then what, what value can you add in addition to that to really make a, a really symbiotic uh, solution. And uh, that's happening in droves. People don't use these systems in isolation. They cross connect and people are looking for companies that really nail that. Your fourth quarter results uh, showed revenue growth of uh, more than 40% uh, and you beat the estimate uh, by about 5 million bucks, uh, reporting 157 million. Uh, loss per share on adjusted basis uh, is still uh, a loss. So where, where is that coming from? And is that uh, gonna change post-COVID? Uh, how come you're still losing money on the adjusted basis uh, after all this big revenue growth? Well, we are at such an early stage in this market. We're talking about low single digit percentage penetration. We just crossed the half billion dollar mark and recognized revenue growing at north of 47% on a billings basis. So things are definitely leaning forward. And when the light turns green, you gotta go. So the investment that's happening is in our field team in Germany and Japan later this year, we have a huge presence here in the States. Only about 20% of our business today is international. So we see a huge opportunity to invest into that demand. 
How did that market penetration change uh, uh, during COVID? Uh, were you finding new clients? Uh, I'm guessing a lot of that revenue is coming from, it's not just upselling existing ones, right? You must be acquiring uh, bigger clients or newer clients uh, uh, over that period. Yeah, it's both, it's both finding new clients and then also expanding with those who started. So some of our companies start paying us less than a hundred bucks a year. Our biggest customer pays us millions of dollars a year. So it's really about finding new and then demonstrating value and expanding with them. And what we often find is that someone might start with a pretty simple use case, get productive as a team. And then when they say, well, we want to, for instance, re-image 14,000 food service retail locations, that's not a simple manager task here and there. That's like a, that needs some serious underpinning and sound scalable process. So we can really help someone all up and down that curve. And that is really what's driving the growth as well. Mark, when you talk about the when the light is green to go, go, uh, that sounds like expansion, spending. Is there also a lever for profitability that uh, you could pull uh, and you're choosing not to? Or uh, is there uh, something that still needs to fall in place? Uh, when's that sweet spot to dial back on expansion and uh, pay off shareholders? Well, I think you need to demonstrate that you're growing in a, in a responsible manner too. So as we lean into this big billings growth and the big revenue growth, we're also showing improving margins on free cash. So, so investors do want to see that. You can't have unbridled, reckless growth. Be very prudent. And when you see the, when you see the evidence of the number of customers growing from 25,000 to 50 to 100 to a million dollars of contribution, investors see that potential. And, in, and being able to demonstrate that over the last couple of years, I think there's a lot of trust that's been established. And I think that's why we're seeing the stock respond. Uh, your stock uh, also uh, trades a little bit differently, uh, just kind of on the margin, someone who pays very close attention uh, to charts. Uh, your uh, company uh, was hanging out near the highs longer than a lot else in the cloud, but ultimately got dragged in this uh, markets. Uh, kind of reinterpretation of what it wants right now, rising interest rates, companies uh, with high revenue have been punished even if their bottom line is not profitable at this point. Uh, if that has changed permanently, does it change your own business strategy? If the kind of high tech Silicon Valley powered growth at any cost has shifted to people hiding out in dividends, uh, does that change any of your plans? Does the stock price change any of Smartsheet's plans? It doesn't, and I think the one word I would swap out there is growth at a predictable cost. So okay. when you have that pattern of growth, I think that's what people are really hoping, really wanting to understand the thesis around. And if you can demonstrate it, I think people are absolutely supportive of investment. When you look at our, we backed off about 30 point, 30% from our highs, 35%. The peer set down 75, 80%. Yes. I think there's a reason for why we dipped slightly versus the others. But one thing I learned a decade ago when the cloud got started, do not bet against the secular shift. We are still in the early innings of the move to the cloud. Uh, Mark, are there big uh, clients? Are there big uh, enterprises, companies that you want to sell? Are there remaining customers you see out there? Uh, I want to supply to this giant, this company. Are there still whales out there to capture even after COVID? There are still whales, but we're in about 90% of the Fortune 100, 80 plus percent of the Fortune 500. So we're definitely, definitely landed in many places globally. And now it's really, how do you deliver amazing service so that they continue to grow with you? So you're really able to deliver maximum value. And there's still so much runway left to grow within those big organizations. Hiring still going, uh, or do you have a workforce uh, that you're comfortable with? Is that still part of the expenses? 
Uh, absolutely. We, we grew the team by 33% last year. I think we're a little over 2,600 people now. Uh, again, uh, heavily overweighted in the, in the U.S. on a percentage basis. And now investing teams in Germany, investing teams in Japan, Southeast Asia. Uh, and, and again, the neat thing is the demand isn't uh, regionally specific. This is a global demand, global opportunity. Okay, Mark, thanks for the details. And uh, we'll uh, be paying closer attention. Looking forward to next time. Thank you, Oliver. Thank you very much. Mark Maynard, the CEO at Smartsheet, ticker S-M-A-R, and uh, um, Mark's point uh, also outperforming the broader group. And uh, this week of finding some bulls up 6% this morning so far.